Well, good evening, friends. My name is Jake Atwood. This is Braving the Night. I'll be your host this evening. I just want to say welcome to the show. And my goodness, it is nine degrees outside here in Bangor, Maine. Feels like negative 13, and I think we're sitting somewhere uh, between 14, 16 inches of snow. I don't know, maybe there could be more. Uh, but as I look out my window here, uh, the wind is blowing the snow sideways. And about two houses down, our neighbor's car has a snow drift up about halfway up their car where their door handle would be. So, uh, yeah, we're getting a, a bit of a blizzard out there. I'm sure to the Canadian folk and the Alaskans, they're probably laughing about that. But, you know, I'll tell you, uh, we're supposed to get anywhere from, I don't know, a few more inches upwards of a foot. So we might possibly hit three feet uh, by 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. But hey, if this is your first time visiting uh, the podcast, I'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, you can listen to us on all the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, iHeartRadio, and uh, you know various other ones. But I want to thank you for joining the show. Uh, we air every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you can also visit our uh, website, bravingthenight.com, or give us a like on Facebook at Braving the Night Podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, your feedback uh, is important. And uh, yeah, we just uh, we love hearing the feedback. All right. Well, I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you are all inside, tucked in. You got your slippers on. You know, if you're driving, you got the heat turned up, or if you're at work, you know, you're in a place where it's warm. If you're outside and you got one of those jobs where, you know, uh, you got to jump out of the, a, a vehicle and into a vehicle, or if you got to just be outside, you know, I hope you're bundled up. But uh, either way, friends, uh, I'm happy that you're listening, and uh, I hope tonight's show blesses you. Uh, I felt on my heart as I was preparing for the show um, to jump into the book of Daniel and uh, look at another amazing story that he has. I think a few shows back, we sh- we talked about, uh, what was it, Daniel in the lion's den. And now we're jumping into Daniel 10. And tonight's episode is in the area of prayers delayed, but not betrayed. You know, there's there's times where we pray and we reach out and we're fervent and we're humble and uh, we you know we go to God and we petition him and there's that point in between where we wait and sometimes that wait can be long sometimes that wait can be short but nonetheless for anyone that's listening tonight no matter what you're going through no matter what you're praying for if you're seeking God if your prayers are intentional and they're rooted in God's will and you're seeking the best for your life, you're seeking what He would want for you, He hears your prayers. And we're going to see in Daniel 10 a situation where, you know, Daniel was praying to God, he was fasting, um, he was humble, he was a servant of God. He had a track record with God where he um, 
where he was devoted to God up to the point of, you know, not willing to bow down to a king who commanded all the citizens of his country to bow down. And in this instance, we see Daniel petitioning to God and requesting knowledge and wisdom and understanding from God. And there was a delay in that. And, and this is a time when Daniel chose to fast. And it sounds like he wasn't willing to give up until God spoke. And so I hope that encourages you tonight as we dive into this story and as we talk about, you know, what God is, uh, God was doing for Daniel I, I hope that tonight's show encourages you and you are able to uh, gleam off of the truth um, that comes from the Bible and that comes from God's Holy Spirit, um, you know, speaking to all of us. I look forward, uh, I look forward to tonight's show. Well, we'll hop into it, friends. So we're going to get into Daniel 10, and uh, I think I'm in the New International Version. See, maybe if I can switch here to the ESV one second cool thing about computers is generally we can get to where we want to go pretty quickly and if we need to switch up the Bible versions it's kind of nice we can do that pretty quickly but so Daniel 10 it says in the third year of Cyrus king of Persia a word was revealed to Daniel who was named Belteshazzar and the word was true and it was a great conflict and he understood the word and had understanding of the vision so Daniel was a very, very wise man, and he paid attention. It sounds like Daniel was extremely well with details. And it says, in those, Daniel, or in those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. He says, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is the uh, Tigris. I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen, with a belt of fine gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face was like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. I heard other translations say it was like the sound of thunder. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. And I didn't plan on sharing this, but, you know, have you ever noticed that um, fear's going to come and attack, right? We're all going to deal with fear. I'm not going to sit here and say that as a human that you should never deal with fear and that fear should be absent. What I am saying here, though, is that fear does blind us from reality and I'm not talking about caution you know if you walk next to the edge of a cliff and your spidey senses start tingling you know you start going whoa that's probably going to be dangerous I think that's prudent that's a prudent caution that is a wise uh, that is a wise feeling saying whoa this is you know red alert red alert but fear is something else fear is something that can take our imagination and grab a hold of it and it can twist reality and it says here that the other men were in such fear you know that they uh, they ran away and that they were unable to see the vision um, and it says uh, but a great trembling fell upon them and they fled to hide themselves and so friends I just want to encourage you if you're dealing with a tough situation if you're going through something you know if you are trying to persist 
and fear comes along, don't give up. You know, don't run away from the situation. It's okay to acknowledge the fear, but acknowledge Jesus and acknowledge that he has an answer for that situation and don't run from it unless the Holy Spirit tells you to. If he tells you to run, that's a different story. But if you're running out of fear, not out of wisdom, you know, if you're running away out of fear and trembling, not out of wise counsel, you know, you're running for the wrong reasons. And I just encourage you to just stay strong. And tonight, I hope that we are able to tap into some good stuff where God can help us stand strong you know, and uh, we're going to see that uh, uh, Daniel has a great situation uh, where he stands strong and God ends up showing up. But he says, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the man who were with me did not see the vision. But a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, and I retained no strength. Then I heard the sound of his words, and as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O oh, Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel. And so, as I was saying, we're all human. We're going to deal with fear. Daniel was literally shaking in his boots, right? I mean, he was in the presence of some great and awesome angel, you know, an angelic being that, that was carrying the glory of God. Uh, I have no clue what this angel looked like. I have no clue. You know, every time in the Old Testament, pretty much every time we see angels showing up, they, they always say, fear not. Uh, so, these must have been some beings that carried some weight in their presence you ever walked in the room and you you get in the presence of someone who just has an authority around them uh you know you can sense it you can feel it you know it, it, it straightens you up it sobers you it stiffens you up in this sense in instance daniel felt that but the difference between him and the other guys is that daniel stayed there yeah he fell face down but he stayed there and behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O oh, Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel. And here's where we're going to camp out, friends. For from the first day you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before your God, your words have been heard and I have come because of your words the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days but Michael one of the chief princes came to help me for I was left there with the kings of Persia and I have come to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days for the vision is for days yet to come so Daniel cried out to God right he said a prayer, and it says, Daniel, fear not, for from the first day you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself, your words have been heard. 
How many of you out there have been praying to God? You've been seeking God. You've been chasing after God. You've inclined your heart to hear His words. But you're, you're just in that season of waiting. I imagine there's a lot of people. Every, every Christian is going to experience a time in between where their prayer begins and the answer manifests, right? That is just the way it is, you know. I started the show out by sharing this, uh, this uh, snowstorm that we're having here in Maine. The Mainers, they like to call it a nor'easter. And uh, I just call it a snowstorm, but we're here in Maine, so we're going to call it a nor'easter. And you know, as I'm looking outside, I'm watching cars drive. And earlier today, before the snow plows came, you know, we had at least we had at least 12 inches of snow on the ground that had that had accumulated in the street. And uh, we're in the middle of a neighborhood, and cars are driving in that snow. And some are trying to drive fast, but you watch them fishtail as they're driving. You can see they don't have as much control of their car. And other cars, you know, they're driving 10, 5, 15 miles per hour on a sunny day, you know, where the streets are dry and everything's just right. Cars will come through our neighborhood at 35, 40 miles per hour. And as I'm watching that, I'm seeing the snow just blow sideways, you know, and I'm seeing these cars that are trying to get from point A to point B. Cars that would normally drive 30, 35 miles an hour, you know, are now driving 5, 10 miles an hour. I don't know how far they have to go, but a trip that might normally take them 10, 15 minutes now could potentially take them 30, 35, 40 minutes. And I can see and I can, I can logically put together the answer because it's right in front of me. I'm seeing the elements and what they're doing to slow people down. I'm able to rationalize. But when we get into prayer, we're now dealing with spiritual things and we're now dealing with things that are behind the veil, things that are in the supernatural, things that are in the hidden realm of God. Daniel sets his heart to seek God and to seek wisdom and to pray for his people. And he's fasting and he has to wait 21 days and finally an angel comes to and he says hey Daniel we heard you from the first time and it's amazing to me that God allowed Daniel to have this glimpse into the behind the scenes and he gets to see you know I, I, I don't know why friends I don't know why God chooses angels and I don't know how God answers all our prayers but I do know that God answers prayers I do know that he is able I do know that he is all-powerful I do know that at the snap of a finger he could answer a prayer, but for some reason he has chosen in this situation to have angels send messages. And who else knows what what is the what is God doing in the background that we can't see, that we can't rationalize? And that's where patience comes in, and that's where it gets tough, and we have to have faith. You know, another word for faith is trust. We have to have faith and we have to trust that God is listening and that God hears. And prayer isn't so much about getting our answer, but prayer is a dialogue. Prayer isn't just me speaking. 
to God and declaring to God. Although it is part of that, it is not all of that. We would be diminishing the true reality of prayer if we were just to say, you just declare your words and grab a hold of his promises. There's so much more than that. Yes, we grab a hold of God's promises. Yes, we declare. Yes, there's uh, life and death and power in the tongue. However, we are having a conversation with the creator of the universe. And he has given us the ability to be able to hear him through his word in the Bible, through his Holy Spirit, through uh, the echo of his Holy Spirit, through um, just different uh, avenues of him speaking to us through wise counsel. But we can't always see what is going on in the background. And so this delay, and I just want to share to you tonight that although your prayer might be delayed, you have not been betrayed. And perhaps your prayer is not delayed. What if, what if, what if your prayer is not delayed? What if it's just God is doing a work in you? What if when we pray, God is doing a work in us where he's saying, listen, before I can get you the answer to this petition or this request that you presented to me, before I can entrust you with this gift, there are things that need to change in your life. There's so many times I have wanted God to answer these, these prayers in my life, and I've wanted them right away, you know, because I don't like to, to be in, I don't like to be out of control, or I, I just can't wait and, and just be in the unknown. And yet, as I've grown in maturity with Christ, as I've grown in age, I have realized and I have been so grateful for so many times that God has made me wait. Where he has said, you know what, if I give you this now, you will completely destroy the gift I'm going to give you. Oftentimes I feel we punish, we believe uh, that we're being punished by God. Well, he's not listening to me and he didn't give me what I asked for because he's punishing me. Is it true that we're disciplined by God because we're his children? Of course, we're disciplined and corrected. But we're not punished in the sense that God is just ruling over us and, you know, looking to punish us. So there are times that we pray and, and God is answering us through correction, through disciplining out of love. But when we immediately fall back to this default setting that if I don't get what I ask for, or if, if uh, et cetera, et cetera, didn't happen when I prayed for it, and, you know, it's been a month, God must be punishing me, then we're going to have a very bleak outlook on life, and that's not the reality of who God is. And this angel that came to Daniel, he says, I was left there with the king of Persia. But he says, Daniel, I've come to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. Hindsight 
is a beautiful thing when you can look back and see what patience and time can bring. John Rubin, he, uh, he wrote a song called Hindsight. If y'all know about John Rubin, he's a, he, I used to love his album. He's a rapper. And I forget the album that that came off of, but uh, the hook went, Hindsight is a beautiful thing when you can look back and see what patience and time can bring. And this angel says in Daniel uh, 10, 14, and he and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is for days yet to come. The beautiful thing when we wait for prayer and we set our hearts on God regardless of how long we have to wait and we put our faith and trust in Him, there is such a depth of hindsight that we're able to receive after we go through that waiting period. And when our prayer isn't answered the way we want and God reveals to us through time why he didn't answer or even if he never tells us why but we can see the fingerprints of God leading us to an answer that says what you prayed for was just not for God's will there's a hindsight and like John Rubin says hindsight is a beautiful thing when you can look back and see what patience and time can bring and we only get that hindsight after we've gone through that waiting period there's many prayer warriors that have started out in prayer and, and, and they have been petitioning God for a loved one, for a friend. And many of them have gone 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years into that prayer. It might even be for the salvation of a lost uh, loved one to be saved. And they're holding on to this faith that God will redeem that loved one. And although they don't have their answer yet, just imagine what they have learned in the process of connecting with God and listening to His voice. As I said, prayer is not just going to God and saying, gimme, 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 but prayer is going to God and listening to Him and searching Him and worshiping Him and honoring Him and loving Him and seeking His will, seeking His divine answer, seeking his divine will. Josh Garrels is a musician and he has a song called Closer Than a Brother. I'm going to read the lyrics to you. It says, Fell on dark days, scared to lose. I cry for you. In your arms, Lord, carry me through. I won't go without you. Oh, Lord, you're closer than a brother, a friend that I can fall on. And, oh, God of my salvation, carried all my burdens on the cross. Greater love has no man than to die for his friend. When I was your enemy, Lord, you came and died for me. Oh Lord, you are closer than a brother, a friend that I can fall on. And oh God of my salvation, carried all my burdens. You're closer than a brother, a friend that I can fall on. God of my salvation, carried all my burdens on the cross. Closer than a brother, 
closer than a brother. I love you. I love you. Closer than a brother. I believe it's Proverbs 18.24. The tail end of that Proverbs says, But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I want to encourage you tonight, friends, as you're praying, as you're going through the valley, as you're struggling, as you are believing, as you're fighting for those who are pressed, as you are standing in the gap for for loved ones that don't even follow Jesus, petitioning for their lives, speaking the blood of Jesus over them. I want you to grab a hold of Proverbs 18:24. Grab a hold of those words, but then there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Regardless of how long you have waited for your answer, regardless of where you are at in your prayer with with uh, God, You can rest assured and be confident that Jesus is listening, that Jesus hears your prayers. And remember that the Bible says Jesus is closer than a brother. Another instance in the Bible where we see a man who is uh, frustrated and is hurt is Job. At one point, Job Job cries out to God. You know, Job is frustrated. You know, um, he he has undergone attack after attack after attack, and he has no clue as to why this has happened. Because if you go back into Job, we see that Satan comes in, you know, and he talks to God, and uh, he scours the earth. He goes and speaks to to God and he says, Then God says to Satan, Have you considered my servant? For there is no one on earth like him, a man who is blameless and upright, who fears God and shuns evil. And Satan attacks. Job goes through that. But what happens in the end? Job receives a double blessing. There is a blessing in our life when we seek God and put his kingdom first. And so as we pray, as we petition, as we declare, as we wait on the Lord, grab hold of Jesus and remember there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And friends, I want to thank you so so much for joining the show tonight. If this is your first time listening, join us every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Podcast usually goes anywhere from 25 to 35 minutes. It's just an encouraging message. A little bit of music in the background. We'll share some lyrics of some songs. And we're going to talk a whole lot about Jesus. Until next time, friends.